Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Talk of the Town on News Radio with 1300 and 106.9 FM. I'm Steve Kelly from West Michigan's Morning News with Brett Bikita. Uh, in studio with us from the Grand Rapids Civic Theater. Tickets available, by the way, at grct.org. Uh, folks from A Streetcar Named Desire in studio with us, the director, Gene Bailey. Thank you for dropping by. Thank you. I'll go in uh, right to left on your radio <laughs> dial. Uh, next up, Ben Green, who is the director of engagement and marketing, or marketing and engagement? Marketing and engagement. Good. I wanted to make sure I got that right. <laughs> uh, and in the play is Cheryl Dupre. Uh, Cheryl, thank you for dropping by. Thank you very much for having us. Playing the role of Blanche, Blanche Dubois on a streetcar. Wow. Uh, we'll get to the accent, because I'm sure that's a big part of it, too. Uh, let me start with the director. Uh, this is a meaty piece uh, of Americana. Yes, it is. Talk it's... to us a little bit about how you are approaching this as the director. Sure. Well, it's an iconic American play by our important American playwright, Tennessee Williams. And so you don't want to mess too much <laughs> with the classics. So we have set it in, in its appropriate period, 1947, mm-hmm. post-World War II, um, and it's in the French Quarter of New Orleans, and uh, yeah, we've we've kept everything, uh, period. It's, why is that? Um, I mean, obviously, you can adapt this any way that you want. You could have set this in the 80s and given everybody big, shiny <laughs> uh, outfits, right? Well, we could have, but uh, actually, that wouldn't have worked so well. I mean, this is a, a particular window on this particular period period uh, in our history. Uh, men were just coming back from World War II. Um, you know, everybody was kind of feeling their oats. We were, uh, as Americans, pretty proud. Um, so, but there were things uh, that you could see. I mean, one of the, the plot points of the of the play, of course, is that Blanche has come to visit her sister Stella in New Orleans because they've lost the family plantation mm-hmm. in Mississippi. So it's a real clash of cultures in terms of old money, old wealth and gentility, and then this kind of new uh, vulgar vitality represented by Stanley. So, uh, yeah, there, there are a lot of themes that still speak to us. We can set it in th- at the correct time period, but it certainly is relevant today. Gene, we talk about the talent all the time at the Grand Rapids Civic Theater, actors and actresses, and we ask it from their perspective. But I want to ask you from the director perspective, when you get a project like this, how fulfilling is it? How honored are you to work with people? I mean, it's really, I mean, we don't say that enough, I think, about the directors of these great performances. Well, you know, when when I was first approached to direct this, I thought, when else would I ever get a chance to, to tackle this. Um, and so, yeah, I'm very grateful, as you say. Yeah, very honored to do it. But it's also pretty daunting. I mean, one of the, one of the considerations was how, was how would contemporary audiences um, take this play in? Um, even something as simple as the length. I mean, this was a well-made play, three acts. We have made it into two acts. But it's still, you know, it's, 
It's long. It's a it's a long play. It's a drama. Deals with uh, serious issues. Um, everything from. Um, uh, mental illness to um, substance abuse. Of course, it wasn't called that then. I mean, it was just the way things were. So we have a very different uh, take on it from a modern perspective. But the other wonderful thing about it was that we thought, okay, a, a new look at an old classic, but also there's probably a generation that's not familiar with this play at all. Right. Um, or maybe only know it from little bits of the parodies of m- movies. Uh, so of the one movie. Um, so anyway, it was a it was a great challenge and I'm very grateful to see it. I think even Bugs Bunny covered it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Magazine. So yeah, Cheryl, talk to us a little bit about your role as Blanche. Um, I don't want to say you play more than one character because you mentioned mental illness. Uh, Blanche is someone uh, who has her own issues right. and you sort of have to be different people in this role. Right. I mean, she's one person, but she has those different aspects to her. I mean, she's very, as she said, genteel. She comes from Mississippi and the plantation, but um, because she has lost it, she comes to New Orleans and has to deal with a different culture that she's not quite used to. And uh, various things happen to her. I don't know how much we want to give away (laughs) if you aren't familiar. There has been an entire generation who hasn't seen the the show or read the story. How much does the the accent and uh, costume help with you in this role? Well, that's actually a nice question because we just got into costumes last night and Jean was saying... A lot of things really came together last night, and I, I really believe the costumes help with that yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, the accent I've been doing from the beginning. You haven't yes, criticized no, me on it, so I'm assuming it's, it's pretty good. good. <laughs> Are you a fan of this particular piece? Is that what made you want to read and go for Blanche? And have you played this role before? I have not played the role before. I auditioned for it several years ago, um, 2005, I think it was, when Heritage Theater Group was doing it, and I was not cast. Um, and this is a little sidebar here. I, um, the director had called me and told me I did a great audition, and he said, I knew if I gave you the part, you'd do a great job with it. And I was frustrated because I said, They've never even cast me so much as a spear carrier. I'm not going to audition for them anymore. Right. Within two weeks, I had an email, and he offered me a part in another show, which I ended up ending uh, winning the Grand Award for. So <laughs> life works out. And then a couple years, a few years later, when the opera was doing it, um, then I was hired to play Blanche for a fundraiser for them. Oh, so it, the, when this came up, it was like, okay, uh, redemption? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can I really do this? I almost did an audition because... Technically, I'm much older than she is, um, but, but it was you a, don't look older. Thank at you. All. <laughs> but uh, I thought, you know, if I don't, much like you said, as far as directing it goes, um, I knew if I didn't play it now, I never would. So. We have talked about uh, things on Wood Radio uh, like mental health, and although it is one of the things. Uh, that the play brings up. You guys are doing a little pre-event with a great organization called Be Nice, which is also the Mental Health Foundation of West Michigan. Ben Green, talk to us a little bit about what happens then uh, and the panel discussion that you'll be having. Yes, so so much of this um, play is centered around um, the issues of mental health, mental illness, um, and we thought we'd be missing a great opportunity if we did not partner with our friends at the uh, Mental Health Foundation, Be Nice. So we have teamed up with them to present a panel discussion with experts um, on these issues, some of the ones that you will see in the the play, um, and that will be taking place this Sunday, the 12th, um, following the 
two o'clock um, matinee show. And um, it'll be an opportunity to hear from experts um, who deal with these issues in the present day and let us understand that these issues don't really exist in a vacuum. They're still around. And as we work to destigmatize them um, and have people feel more comfortable with seeking treatment for them, and what might that treatment look like? And if that really hits home for you when you see the production, um, we might have some op- options for folks to you know pursue that as well. So. Ben, you're the guy I want to talk to because I would love to have your position. I'm a theater kid going back to my high school days and stuff, and that's what kind of got me into going to Central Michigan. I know you share that with the broadcasting cinematic that's arts right. background. With the facilities we have now, you know, I, I went to Rockford back and graduated in 1989. But you see, almost every high school has a beautiful performance mm-hmm. facility, and kids are getting into theater. How do you? keep that engagement with the new generation? Has it been a challenge or is it something that you really embrace? Because it seems like there's a huge talent pool and love for theater here in West Michigan, even beyond what I thought it would be. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And I think that's I see it as a huge opportunity for us where it may be a challenge, but I think we have a whole new generation of of kids in particular, but also you talk about the millennial crowd. They're very much, I think, into theater in, in ways that um, that people may not expect, and I think it's a great opportunity for us to to harness that and, and bring live theater to a whole new generation. I mean, at Civic Theater, we've been doing this for almost 100 years, and so we have to continue to find ways to bring people in, and I, th- I think there's a, a great opportunity with the, with the younger generation now. That is Ben Green with the Grand Rapids Civic Theater. Find out more about tickets online at GRC T.org. A streetcar named Desire runs through January 26. You can call 616-222-6650. Director Gene Bailey, it has been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. And do we still say break a leg, uh, Cheryl Dupre? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. This is Talk of the Town on News Radio with 1300 and 106.9 FM. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.